Welcome to the Mission Show with Albert Canfield and Luis Cardoso. This is our first episode. Today, we will share about us and why on earth we decided to start the show. So, Luis, could you tell us a little bit about you? Yes. Well, first of all, thank you very much for being part of this first episode. We are creating this podcast to bless you and to help everyone that is willing to know more about mission or missionaries that are spread throughout the world. You don't need to be alone. And this is a channel where we can connect to each other and share stories that will encourage, bless, equip, empower, make you laugh, cry, and mostly that we may finish this podcast with more passion for God and His mission in our lives. So I just would like to share a little bit about me to begin with. I'm Luis Cardoso, I'm Brazilian, and I grew up in Brazil, in South Brazil. That is a very different region from the rest of Brazil, almost with the border with Argentina and Paraguay. And I grew up in a family that, that was not Christian. They were partly atheists, partly in folk religion in Brazil. And when I was a teenager, they went to church and they became Christians. And I could see transformation in their lives, Albert. But the reality is that for me, God and religion at that stage of my life was like a cultural thing. I looked to God and I looked to religion like any other cultural stuff that, that we were doing, really. I didn't believe in my heart. And for me, it was a lot more an idea or a folk culture than a relationship with God. One month after I got married, when I was 18 years old, I went to a retreat. And on that retreat, I couldn't wait until it was over and I could go back home. But was exactly on that retreat that I met Jesus. And I really met Jesus because for the first time in my life, that made sense. And I knew once for all that he was real that the God that created the whole universe wanted relationship with me and that he was inviting me to know him and become more uh, of what Jesus wanted in my life and wanted to do in my life. I felt loved and I felt that this love was called Jesus. So I went to this retreat as an atheist and I came back not even know how to express that, but saying that I wanted to be a full-time Christian. My purpose in life was to allow other people to know Jesus is not just an idea. Jesus is real. He's a person and he's inviting everyone to a relationship. So a month after I went to this retreat, Albert, I started to do a theology course in Brazil. So from nothing, a month later, I was so in passion, on fire for God that I just wanted him and his will and what he wanted to do and started to get involved with mission, evangelism, church planting, and everything. And tell me, what about you, my friend? Well, I grew up in a, an evangelical church in Brazil. My mother used to drag me to the services every Sunday, sometimes doing some kind of bargains with me, like uh, pizza or ice cream <laughs> after the services. <laughs> Although a life in the church, hearing a lot of stories about Jesus and Christian stuff, in the first chapter of my life, from my childhood to youth, my Christian relationship could be defined at that time as 
purely as a familiar tradition. In the middle of my youth, a crisis, an inward crisis with 16 years old, and I realized that I knew too much about the church of God, but too little the God of the church. I was baptized and assisted regularly the services of the church. You could say that I was a kind of a regular Christian. Only later, after my personal experience and true conversion to Jesus, I realized that I, I was a nominal slash cultural Christian. With 16 years old and now knowing Christ, I couldn't stand service after service being stopped at, on the bench of my church, only listening passively. I searched for my pastor and offered myself to do whatever was necessary. In a few months, I was engaged in several activities. One in particular was the mission fields around the city that were small churches linked to our central church with astonishing needs, struggles, and problems to survive, but were led by passionate laypersons. In our central church, we have a diversity of pastors, worship groups, ministry, and people. However, in the mission fields, it was normal to have nothing, even floor or sometimes a restroom. And uh, the lay leaders were able to manage the lack with what they have in hands. Thus, one day helping one of these brave leaders in a mission field, he looked straight to me and, and said, you will preach the word in the beginning of the next month. I was scared, but I answered confidently, yes, I will. After that, I woke up to the missionary reality of the church by seeing my old local church missions. So for you, Luis, could you tell us a moment of grace and tear? Because we know that the ministry is not only uh, grace or, or joy or, or good moments. We know that the ministry is also moments of tears, moments of suffering. For me, every day on ministry will have parts of that. You know, every day we will have moments of tears, not necessarily crying but moments of sorrow, even if it's sorrow for people, for the lost, for people that is still not willing to listen the true message of Jesus Christ. And at the same time, we, we have moments of grace where we can see God working and doing amazing things in our lives and in the lives of people that we are working with. For me, there are three moments that were really complicated moments in my ministry. The first one was when I... I was living in a small island called Gunze, and I was a minister there. Everything was difficult because it was a very small island, very insular, and they really didn't want anyone young or foreigner preaching to them, and I was everything that they didn't want. And on that stage, one day a doctor came to me and said, look, basing your, on some results of some tests that we run on you, we believe that you may have cancer. So there are quite few more tests you need to do, but I want you to prepare yourself for this reality. And for me, it was very complicated. It's like the floor just opened and I fell. I didn't know how to respond. I didn't know how to communicate that to my family because we were 9,000 miles away from our home in, back in Brazil. I didn't know what to say to my young wife, to my kids. It was a very complicated few weeks. And thank God came the result saying that wasn't cancer, was just a tumor, but would be easily treated. And I was, wow, that really confronted me with all my beliefs and, and all my struggles. The second thing was when after that, 
I was in a depression season and then I got depression and panic attacks and was a really complicated moment in my life as well. Thank God my wife's a psychologist what helped because at least she understood what was going on. God put a psychologist on our way, doctors and people that could help me to pass through that phase. But I'm saying to everyone that may be listening now, you know, you can be a Christian and have depression. You can be a Christian and have panic attacks. You can be a good man or a woman of God and go to a doctor and have medication. So do your part. And for me, the last part that I really shed a lot of tears was when I finally decided to leave the Methodist Church in Britain. I'm a minister of the Methodist Church in Brazil, and I was serving here in the Methodist Church in Britain for eight years, nine years. But then they approved some laws and they went to ways that I thought wasn't godly, wasn't on the Bible. I spoke with my bishop back in Brazil and we prayed and we talked and we agreed that we should be faithful to the Bible, to the Word of God, and we should leave them to go to the way that they want to go and I would go to the way that I feel God was leading me, what I feel is biblical. But that was complicated, it was almost like a, a divorce feeling because the place that I loved, that I cared that I helped to build for nine years, you know, to the glory of God, I was leaving now. And, and that was very complicated. But I had so many moments of grace, Albert. I can say that virtually every day we have something to be thankful for. And, but a couple moments really, really rise up. One was when we started to plant churches in Africa. I was in Gansai, right in the middle of that very complicated time. Start to go to Africa and plant churches. And... You know, I help uh, God, you know, did plant. But, you know, I could be part of this process. And I saw more than 10 church plantings happening in Africa. Some in places that never had a church before. That for me was a really amazing opportunity and a really moment where I was amazed. And the second thing was when we start Connect Church. Connect Church is a different church is where I'm the lead pastor right now. And was just great to think Jesus and nothing else. That's what I want to communicate to people. So that challenged a lot of my religiosity, a lot of my beliefs, a lot of my worldview to understand how we could develop a church where we would communicate Jesus and nothing else. So these are the key moments of joy and tears. And what about you, Albert? I'm sure you have some to share with us. The ministry is actually uh, bittersweet, uh, sometimes more bitter than sweet, we know, other times more sweet than bitter. But uh, since the beginning, when the, that lay leader called me to preach in that, on that small church, after the excitement of the invitation, come to me a lot of fears and doubts that almost made me turn back and give up of the challenge. Humanly speaking, I was in an uncomfortable situation. In the middle of the ministry, we will be in a lot of uncomfortable situations. However, I was open to overcome by faith, my fears and doubts. And that small step was only the first one of many others that led me to the ministry that I serve today. I was terrified, but at the same time, confident that God would be with me there. When the day came and uh, I must preach it on that small church, I faced the challenge 
And besides preaching, looking only to the right and the left walls of the poor church, because I couldn't look uh, to the people and not lost my concentration, God made wonderful things. Two women accept Christ on that day. In my way home, I was amazed how God worked because I really knew how bad, messy, and incoherent the preaching and the preacher were. In other words, I really understand that the grace of the Lord was with me to do that. And the feeling was really awesome. For me, was a month of tears, fasting, prayer, despair, fears, and doubts. But in the end, it was transformed in a moment of grace. Bitter in the beginning, sweet in the end. The ministry will be this bittersweet journey where, humanly speaking, we will be confronted. We will face fears and doubts. But at the same time, we will look uh, to our side and we will see God with us. So in my life, all these 12 years of ministry, I could perceive it God walking with me in my family, in my health, in my financial problems sometimes. In a lot of the situation, my loneliness, God walked with me. A bitter moment, but in the end, God always transformed it in a sweet and gracious moment. Luis, why on earth we decide to start this podcast? You know, we are missionaries for more than 10 years. And throughout our time as a missionaries and, and pastors abroad, sometimes we feel lonely, lacking motivation or encouragement or people to share the journey with and all that. This podcast comes with four main purposes. The first one is to teach and to equip people to know more about missions. So in every episode, we'll be starting and, and trying to transfer some concept, some knowledge, some information, some training about mission to people. But the second one is to share good stories of mission, to encourage people in that way. You are not alone. If you are in a mission field, if you feel that your mission is unique or that your problems are unique, you will discover that there are a lot of similarities with other people and other missionaries passing through this situation. The third one is that we can connect to people that are feeling lonely. There are so many missionaries that sometimes they don't have anyone to ask questions, anyone to be refreshed, you know, sometimes to listen something new or sometimes just to laugh with the what appears to be failures of other people. That's what we'll be doing here. And the last option is that we really want to help people to reignite that passion for God and, and the ministry of God in their lives. So we want to really put people on fire once again with the fire of the Holy Spirit to help that process. And people may look and say, you know what, I'm not alone. And I want to know, I will know more about mission through this podcast. I will be connected to other missionaries through this podcast. And I have here a forum where I can ask and be blessed with that. And for you, Albert, what is the reason for you that you, you join with that? For me, the main reason after long years of uh, missionary work, I sincerely expect that my suffering failure could help others to suffer less and be much more efficient in mission. I would appreciate a lot if uh, I had a similar resource available when I start my ministry. This is the Mission Show. Thank you very much for being with us today. Feel free to send us your questions, doubts, or suggestions to our website, 
www.cntmission.com. Next week we are back and we'll be talking about what is mission. Have a great week and see you next week. Bye-bye.